What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Switch Masters Podcast. I am your co-host, Zay, the executive producer. I'm your co-host, Q, the guru. And Zay, y'all talk, bro. What's going on, man? Y'all talk, bro. Y'all talk. All right, so <laughs> all seriousness, though, real quick. So the NBA season's training camp is about to start. And before training camp starts, the NBA zones all it can to encourage players to get vaccinated, you know, do the proper research, get vaccinated, because ultimately they want to protect their players and, you know, help protect the game, right? Yeah. However, there are many of those out there who have not gotten the vaccine for whatever reasons, okay? And the NBA is not necessarily pushing a vaccine mandate, right? They're not forcing these players to get vaccinated. However, um, I feel like it's it's mostly up to like, even though they're not forcing players to get the vaccine, certain cities are in order to have indoor events, such as basketball. So this is where we get to Andrew Wiggins and his situation. Yeah. So you can you can speak on that situation. Yeah. Like you said, the NBA isn't requiring all players to be vaccinated. They encourage it, and hopefully players make a decision on that. But certain cities like San Francisco with the Warriors or New York um, require that players be vaccinated in order to play in home games. Andrew Wiggins recently filed for a religious exemption and he was denied that request. So he does not have the vaccine. And as of right now, he won't be able to begin training camp with his team. Uh, what is it, Tuesday? Well, this upcoming, this upcoming week, he won't be able to start training camp. Uh, yeah. and, this, and this brings up a very, I guess it be a nuanced conversation because it's either Andrew made some comments earlier saying let's just uh, he's forced to. I think he said he would. That was earlier comments. And again, it's not fair to hold him to something he said earlier because minds can change for whatever reason. Um, but the thing is, I feel like the NBA should make a stance. Either you require it or you don't. And the thing is, it's complicated because your arenas are in these cities, right? which you run at the local level and then they make decisions about how events can be used or what requirements must be made then that's that the thing about these two particular cities is that they're requiring you have to be vaccinated in order to have these indoor events not about having negative tests or anything like that okay it's all about you gotta be vaccinated in order to have these events in these two cities in particular we're talking about san francisco and I believe New York as well. Um, so it's something the NBA needs to look into because you also don't want to alienate your players as well. Um, I just just make a decision just to avoid all that, you know, just make a decision. Business-wise, it seems in their best interest for players to have a mandate to get them vaccinated. It's business interest, you know, because you want to protect your players, protect the game, get their health. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think and Kareem said something similar, right? Yeah. So Kareem put out a statement earlier, and he basically said that 
players, he thinks that players should be vaccinated. I'm pulling up the exact quote. Kareem spoke out and said this. And I quote, there's no room for players who are willing to risk the health and lives of their teammates, the staff and the fans simply because they are unable to grasp the seriousness of the situation or do the necessary research. So he thinks that in order to make a decision, players should go out and do their research on the vaccine and look at the numbers, stuff like that with everything that's going on in the world with COVID. And I agree uh, because we've heard there have been rumors about players having these rabbit hole conversations about conspiracy theories with the vaccine. Um, this one works, this one doesn't. This is a microchip one with stuff to help control people. Um, and I guess for me, the whole vaccine versus not getting the vaccine topic or discussion or debate is very uh, difficult to navigate because of where we are and as a, as a people, as a country in general. Um, but I do believe there's a there's a difference when it comes to vaccine hesitancy and then there's people that are anti-vaxxers. Um, for me, being a black man, I understand the history of vaccinations and how they were used against black people and why people of color are hesitant to, to go and get the vaccine because of that history as well as this new virus that people don't exactly understand if this works that works uh, but my thing is that like kareem said you do the proper research and not look at theories about what this could be or that could be because then you go into a deeper hole than what we need in order to get go forward from this covid situation that we're in so i would say just do your research i agree with uq about players or the NBA should make a decision, get it or don't get it. And just do your research. Um, I think that in order for us all to be safe uh, as fans, as players, as an organization, we should be doing all that we can in order to make sure that we have the opportunity to, to, to see the to see the NBA games, to have people in the stands. And if there's an opportunity to do that, or there's a way, there's a better shot at doing that, why wouldn't you take it, I guess? Yeah, it's all about them making the stands as the NBA and to avoid the confusion because, and players, they, uh, they can opt out, right? Yep. They can, so. It's totally up to them on what to yeah. do. And that's totally fair. Um, like like we said, like we've all experienced now, this is something that we all are adjusting, learning about, trying mm -hmm. to navigate. Um, players don't have to play if they want to be the safest. Um, but at the same time, if you are, you should be doing what's necessary for your family, your your organization your team uh right. especially oh go ahead yeah. oh you go ahead bro 
uh, I know that the the Players Association voted against uh, making a, a vaccine mandate, making it required. And to be fair, people do have different religions, different practices, different beliefs. And I think that's great to honor that, to show that, oh, we're not gonna make you just fold and not have a choice. Because as we know here in the United States, it's free will is a big thing about everything that we do. So I think it's a good idea, but at the same time, you have to do the research in order to do what's best for you and yours. Yeah, so the thing, I also want to get into this too. So in the NFL, what they did, what the league did last year, they delayed games that there are public protocols and things like that and try to reschedule them. This year, they're not. It's like, you're not able to play. No, that's it. That's the loss. So now I wonder what the NBA is going to do because the NBA was very lenient with a lot of these teams and rescheduling games and things like that. Because as you know, uh, and true, COVID protocols are different now compared to if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. So that could all play a role as well. But I wonder what the NBA plans to do with that as well, especially considering we have 82 games, you know, the season spans a long time and for months. So it'll be interesting to see what the lines that the NBA does as far as that goes as well. Because, um, again, if the team is exposed, you do, there is, like, a mandatory time that you should, like, be quarantined and, like, tested, things like that. So, oh, it's definitely... It's something, though. I hope that we all are just staying safe, man. Uh, at the end of the day, right? what it's all about. Uh, right. Basketball, the NBA is a is a business. It's entertainment. And right. it's, it's, a people's, it's people's livelihoods that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you don't want to risk that. We've had a lot of people not here anymore because of this so right so yeah going back to the players if they decide not to and opt out especially if they feel strongly they should and you know the only things that it'll affect their paycheck you know yeah but if you it just depends on how they feel and respect their decision and uh this is another thing too so what do these teams do now for example with Wiggins he was expected to have to play a fuse role this year, considering since Clay Thompson is still not going to be back for at least another a couple of months, right. you know. So until that time, you still need the Warriors to, you know, get out to a good start. Especially in a tough, tough Western Conference. Definitely. These few games matter. Yeah. And these games matter. And to be put behind and but not having a significant role player that you have is it's gonna be tough. Yeah. It'll definitely be interesting. Uh with Wiggins, he'll be able to play on the road. But even with that, the question becomes how do you practice? How do yeah. you get consistent? 
and your and, and and just playing and reps, um, you know, adjusting to schemes that the team may adjust from home game to away game to whatever. And then right. if they have a home stand, you're just out for almost for days at a time. It's just kind of weird. Um, but that's that's the state of state of the NBA. Even if he was I guess I guess you look at it as if he was injured and wasn't able to play every game or he was missing different parts of the season. Just look at it right. that as a team you make adjustments for that player or without that player. Um but we'll see. And then there's the other side of the spectrum with players. I read that New York, uh, the Knicks, they're 100% vaccinated. Right. So all of their team will be good to go. Oh, staff. And staff. Fan, well, not fans, but yeah, everyone. Uh, it's it's going to be weird. I feel like uh, this probably this is probably the, the biggest example of it so far. But I feel like there will there'll be more cases uh, with exemptions and I'm interested to see how the league deals with it. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see. And and again, what does this mean for other players and other teams that this applies to, especially the arena has these sim has similar guidelines, you know? What does that mean? For example, if it does mean for New York and Kyrie, you know, you know, that's gonna be very interesting as well. Yeah, uh, and if you're a team, if you want the best interest of your team, you may. I'm just saying, if I'm a GM, I may consider potentially trading that player, you know. Mm. And uh, so I'm just saying, I could, I'll consider trading if they don't want to get along with the everyone else in the organization. Everyone on the team is trying to reach this, and I don't know. We'll see. It's, 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 it will see, man. And I mean, if I'm New York, that's the reason to possibly trade Kyrie, despite then you ain't want to keep KD happy. So I don't know. It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, uh, tough decisions as a GM, man. That's why I think I can never be one. <laughs> tough decisions. <laughs> and then, wow. and then, uh, New York too. You want to get out to a strong start. The East is, no, East is running have a good standing. Yeah, well, at least have a home playoff run, right? Right. So because the Bucks again, strong. Monkey off the back. He's Giannis can play freely. I'm interested to see how they are, and that's gonna be tough. For sure. Tough. So yeah, we'll see what happens. And again, looking forward to see what the league does with these mandates. Are they willing to reschedule games like they did last year? Things like that. We'll see. Yeah. And obviously with COVID and all the regulations, new vaccines, uh, new variants being found, this is gonna be forever changing. And I think the league has done a pretty good job of adjusting as as we learn more, but this is going to be a, a consistently turning wheel of oh this is different for vaccinated players for unvaccinated players do this for vaccinated players do that um, you can't do this so um, 
I, I hope the league is able to manage it well. Like you said, they take the NFL's uh, standpoint of, oh, we're just, you know, if you don't have enough players, that's it. Or if they postpone games, if they create another they, 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 It's like the outbreak's so bad where you have to, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I personally hope to not see any outbreaks, any shutdowns, any of that. But uh, as we've seen, things change every day. So right, yep. We'll see, man. But man, we'll see speaking of uh, <laughs> yeah. speaking of tough situations and being a GM, trading players, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, man. Yep. I feel like we've been talking about Ben Simmons <clears throat> for this entire year <laughs> since the playoffs. Yeah, Ben. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has said he is not gonna be in Philly no more. <laughs> he he said, I am not referring back to the arena. I am not going to training camp. If y'all wanna if y'all y'all wanna meet with me, that's cool, but I ain't mean with y'all there. Y'all gotta come here where I'm at. I think he's in LA. No. So, he's, he's, he's not even <laughs> meeting with them in LA, I don't think. He said, he said, he said, it's cool to meet with them. He said, y'all got to meet me here, though. I ain't going there. Oh, so, wow. That's what, that's what that is. And, and uh, the Ben Simmons saga is yeah. crazy, man. Uh, I so, got so much talent, bro. Let's, 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 let's think back to uh, what happened, though. <laughs> let's think back for a few months, you know, with the James Harden thing. If you feel it now, don't you wish you did that trade? <laughs> Save yourself a whole bunch of all this, and you'll most likely be a better playoff contention, you know, competing for a championship, you know. Yep. So, man, if you had a time machine, go back in time and do that trade, get him Simmons, <laughs> you get James Harden, and you roll. Yeah, I would have made that trade. Any time of day, um, regardless no, 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 no. of like versus now or back then, right? Uh, yeah, knowing what we know now, definitely, especially seeing how he has turned his back on the organization. And the same as mine, you know, it's like they turned their back on him first, you know, with all the comments that were made after their playoff run. You know, the comments such as Doc saying, I'm not sure that Ben is the point guard, which I can't ask that question. And, and granted. To Doc's point, he said later on that that was an emotional statement, and he talked to Ben after that. Yeah. So I don't know. Then, but that, along with what Joel said, the, the, the turning point in the game was when, you know, this was done instead of this. Was, he was basically implying Ben Simmons for not driving in layup, and you know, we all know the story about what happened with that. Yeah. So, and apparently. Ben Simmons has had issues with Philly long before this year. Stemming back to Brett Brown. Mm. So this is just a case of a player taking to his own hands to leave. But the thing is this, his contract is different. They can literally hold you for years and not let you go. He did. What was it? He signed an extension for a lot of money. 
Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a it's a it's a max extension, I think. Not super max, but it's a max that he can get. Yeah. Um it's a lot of money. So I think Ben Simmons is a value asset. I think he'll do great on another team. On any team, really, he's an asset on any team. The defense he brings, the playmaking, they're great. But I think Philly just the asking price is just too high. Now it's too high now, based on what happened in the playoffs. Before what happened in the playoffs, we probably could get it done. But now since we've seen it, teams are probably not as high on Ben Simmons right now. And to be fair, why would they be? If you don't know if a guy's gonna show up mentally, right? It speaks a lot. Um things like this. But I would say this though. Remember, James Harden is something similar though. Like he ain't showed the training camp. And uh, you know, he you know, you know everything he did. There's a lot of strife and you know he showed up out of shape and everything. He still balled out. That's what well it's worth. I think that's the difference though. That's the key. Uh yeah, we saw James Harden was unhappy in Houston and Vegas mm-hmm. for training. Uh but there's a big difference between a, a, a Harden and a Simmons. Harden right. Harden backs up what he his name. He he backs it up completely. And Ben Simmons, especially now with all these actions that have been taking place in, in the summer, it, it it looks very much opposite of what it could be. And I understand why Philly has such a high asking price. He has potential right. out of this world. Uh, I think Stephen A. Smith has said multiple times that Ben Simmons is basically LeBron James 2.0 if he were to have a jump shot. If, if he were to have a free throw. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I like Ben Simmons a lot too. And I think that like potential-wise, he is he's yet to tap into it. But because of his confidence issues in the playoffs and now not meeting with the team and refusing to even return to Philly to Philadelphia, it just is not a good look when you're trying to not only move to another team, but also prove that you have this, that you are who you say you are. Because I'm looking at you, okay, um, Philadelphia, I've never been to Philadelphia. One day we'll go to a game or something, but I've heard that Philly is one of the toughest cities to play in, and I've seen the fans. They are tough on you, but they love you. And that's just, it's just a tough love type city, brotherly love. Um, and you have to have a different mentality playing there. Uh, you gotta, you gotta work hard, you gotta grind. And they're gonna talk about you, but they're gonna build you up at the same time. And I think that that type of environment doesn't really benefit certain guys like Ben Simmons uh, because of r- rumors and reports that I've heard are that he doesn't really keep anyone around that pushes him to that type of level that pushes him to that challenges him or looks at things differently so trying to go to another team obviously we know what he can do what he's capable of but 
now it's even harder because not only did you not show up in the playoffs, but now you're showing that you can't even prove that you are this guy that can be a, an all-star. Um, I think that, do I think he could be worth like a high asking price, like multiple players and picks and stuff like that? Yes. But at this point, will anybody do that? Probably not because he just has, has kind of put his foot in his mouth by the actions that he's doing, not meeting with teams and not going to Philly. Um, not, I, I've seen him working out this summer. I've watched videos of him, but now if I, if you get to the regular season and you start you playing for Philly or not, are you going to be aggressive? Are you going to be confident? Are you going to make plays? Because in my opinion, the things that Joel and Doc said post-playoffs post of their elimination weren't necessarily wrong because those were turning points, in my opinion. If you, you're a 6'10 right. dude and you can get to the rim at will and you are scared of getting fouled or just like out of your, just out of your head, in your head so much that you pass up an easy dunk, easy two points, it's, it's kind of difficult for me to be like, oh yeah, that's no issue. Or like a Doc Rivers or Joel saying after the game, I don't know. They didn't say he isn't. They said, I don't know. And it's also, like you said, and it's an emotional turning point because you just came off of a loss. You worked hard to get to that point and this is how it ended. So I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how Ben Simmons can prove his worth if he doesn't go to training camp, doesn't play because all we, the last thing we saw from him was the 2021 playoffs, which didn't end well for him. So, yeah, yeah, man, definitely. Um, so as a Sixers, will you do you trade or do you just try to keep him? Because again, his contract length is, you know, it's not like James Harden's, right? He doesn't have two years left on his deal. He has, I believe, like four or five because of the extension. Yeah. So. I uh, I, I would be at what they're doing right now, trying to get him to come in, try to play. Uh, but I'm working on a trade for sure. Um, there's no way. If, I'm, if a guy tells me I don't want to be here, I don't want to meet with you, he doesn't even come back to the his home team's city or refuses to. That's not a that's not a, a, a that's not energy that I want to keep around the rest of my team or organization. I'm definitely gonna try to get him out of there, but at the same time, I'm paying you too much money to not play. And I'm paying an outcome for you to sit out doesn't help me with your trade value at this point. So right. And I take it back here as a Four years on his deal. Four years. Yeah. Four so, years is a lot of money. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to play. Um, I'm, I'm trying to shop him. I'm trying to get him out of there. So it's 150. Ooh. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Um, I guess when I think Thank of you. potential trades, um, 
I mean, he could have ended up in Houston last year, but maybe can this year. John Wall is trying to get out of Houston. Good point, but you still want some type of value back to help you. That ain't gonna be it. Oh, I'll take, I'll take Christian Wood, Kevin Porter. Ooh, and give me some picks. I give you Ben Simmons. And uh, but yeah, I know we probably gotta make sure that the money matches or whatever, but those are two good assets, and I know they have. They did have development potential to be more than what they did. Christian Wood, solid season last year. Absolutely. Solid. Love. Very solid. Kevin Porter. Turned out to be the best player on the team, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. Best player on the team, despite you having John Wall and all these other players. <laughs> um, John Wall didn't necessarily have a bad season. He just had he, was, he didn't have a bad season, but he wasn't the best player. Yeah. I mean, he's coming <laughs> off of injury. Well, very tough injury at that with the Achilles. And Did he get injured again? Uh, he had, I think he had some knee issues or something. I can't remember. Right. But he yeah, didn't. I'm not sure how much, I'm not sure what team is going to be invested in if he's going to be injured or something like that. And he also has a very bad, well, not bad for him, but very difficult contract to work with. Yep. So um, I'm interested in what happens with him. But I, I like John. I think he'll work hard. I don't uh, know. I like him too. You know, I don't see him bad. being all-star level. It's just about you as a GM. Would you make that trade? To get no. and get some assets in there? Yes. Okay. It's, is John Wall starting the point guard? Or does he need to, like, improve himself? I think John is still a starting point guard. I think so too. I just, yeah, I think he's still starting. I don't know if he's a, so I'm talking about, but a starting point guard. I think he can go any, almost any team in the league and get a starting role, depending on who's nah, there. Not about any team. Now they already have like a, almost. That's any. the thing though. Almost all the teams have a solid point guard that you, unless unless their teams are like not contending. Yeah. Oh, Boston needs a point guard, but I don't know if you want to do that because. If I'm Boston, I want to do that. You do need a point guard, but I'm not sure I go after. I go after Ben Simmons, but but Philly would want. Yeah, that, that 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 works against you, for Philly. You don't want to help the competition because yeah. that definitely puts them in automatic contention, in my opinion. So that's all you're missing, and all those guys are defended. Man, that'd be tough. That'll be tough to uh, stop and man to score on. I don't know. Smart man, Jalen. That's tough. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be crazy. But uh, realistically, you want to trade them and get some type of value back. I'll look at the Rockets trade. The Warriors are apparently not interested anymore. And I'm sure the whole fit of Draymond will be anyway. So yeah, I I don't know. Um, I'm not sure where you go. Timberwolves seems to back out. Maybe the Timberwolves was one destination. Yeah, I don't see many takers, man. I, I don't see anybody like open arms. Oh, welcome Ben Simmons. And that's the, that's the other thing. This is not James Harden was different too because everybody wants James Harden. Yeah, he he's just looking through some teams now, man. Oh man, see, I'm not saying Ben can't, but right, James is. James is just a different level than Ben Simmons, just being fair. Uh, and he, 
we know what James can do, so. Right. I, I don't see it. I don't know, man. Uh, All these teams have decent, good point guard play. I'm, I'm looking through. It's like... Or... I don't know. Yeah, an idea. I'm just... This is just um, putting my imaginary GM hat on. Yeah. If you want, I don't know who is who Philly's point guard will be other than Ben Simmons right now. They have they still have Seth Curry, I think. Who said Philly? Yeah. Philly. Uh, oh yeah, Maxi. Oh yeah, Tyrese Max. I thought he was more of a two guard. I think so too, but he can be point guard. He could do both. But guard. this is what I got Seth too still. He could probably play. But I think I'll probably I'll probably prefer Seth off the ball so he can, you know, catch and shoot. Yeah. I'll have Maxi on ball. So That's my thought problem. process goes to this. What if Sacramento and Philly were to make a some sort of deal and Sacramento got a bunch of Philly's assets with Ben Simmons and gave up De'Aaron Fox to to Philly. Mm. Because De'Aaron Fox to me is really I try matches level type player that's in just one of the worst teams of with a playoff drought. So I would try yeah. to see if I can get that going. Cause uh, maybe De'Aaron Fox would be great on the Sixers in my opinion. Hell with him with Joel, that'll be a nice pairing. And uh, drumming, you get pick and roll, Bible, Seth Curry off ball. That's a that's a potential. You got an attacking point guard who can also get his own shot. Definitely super athletic and push. Control the base. I, I, I would like to see it, but we'll see. It could work. But based on the history of the Kings not being smart, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. The Kings have, I don't know. Recently, but this, it's just this, this recent group they got. I don't know. It's, it's tough. Yeah. I, I mean, personally, that's a great suggestion. I would definitely seek that out. And, you know, they drafted Davion. He has he has potential too. So if it doesn't work out with Ben, you know you still got yeah decent point guard. Um, that's the thing though. We just don't know about because what he's doing now, it can be seen as decreases trade value. You know. Yeah. So as soon as you get here, you're not gonna be happy. Are you gonna like skip out on us too? And I don't know. Yeah. What's, what needs to happen? These players on these different teams need to call Ben and see if they're, he's interested. He's really interested about joining them. Yeah. Before you even start the talks, you know. For sure. So yeah, there needs to be some tampering, some legal tampering. <laughs> for these for these players on these teams to talk to him and get his mindset, because I don't know what his mindset at right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm if I'm Philly, I'll I'll keep him. Test him, see if you're really gonna do it. 
Yeah, I want to like, see if he's really going if he's really about this and let's see. I might say my my guess is no, he's he's gonna go back. Hmm. That's my guess. He'll go back and he'll play. Doc can get a hold of him somehow and convince no Doc. DeAndre is so close and walking out the door, remember? <laughs> Doc yep. went to his house, yeah. locked him in there and said, hey, I know you said this verbal agreement. Then he it just took him a couple of hours and made, they made DeAndre change his mind on leaving. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so Doc, if anybody can do it, it's Doc. He's a player's coach. Players love him. So it was just the first year. Give Doc another chance. And y'all made it all the way to the conference. Just give the man one more year. Semifinals. Yeah. Oh. Semifinals, yeah. Not the conference, semifinals. That's where they're supposed to go to the <laughs> They're supposed to go to the conference. But yeah, yeah it's a semi. First year semifinals. Yeah. They can they, they, they give Doc another chance. Yeah. But I, I think they'll be open to offers. So yeah, but they gotta ask put the asking price down some. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe over maybe the next month or two. Well, two months. We'll see that. Hey, you're not gonna get a James Harden deal. You're just not. Nah. For sure. For yeah, man. Right. Awesome. That's some other NBA news as well. You got Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Charles Barkley voice. <laughs> he's gonna be joining his first staff. Got my coming up like Ginoli. <laughs> Ginobili. <laughs> so he's doing his first staff. I think that's great. Yeah. I think it's good to invest for players to like get back with their teams and learn the learn the different roles of the game. Especially your beloved player. You know. No, Ginobili could also he can possibly get his own statue. That's just how iconic that trio was, you know. Tony, Ginobili, Tim, man, they they were like a foundation for absolutely basically a decade with Spurs. You know, it was they were an elite era. Uh, I think it's awesome to see Manu going back and being a advisor. Um, I'm sure he's gonna teach all the Spurs young guys mm-hmm. the right way to play the game. Um, that San Antonio fundamental. Pass, pass, shoot style. Um, it's going to be great to have him and Tim there. Um, yeah. I feel like they. Don't get Tim. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Don't get Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think it's awesome. Good. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. Congrats to Man- Manu Ginobili, special advisor to basketball operations. Nice. Good. Oh yeah, other news, man. Um, this one, I'm, I was kind of surprised by, it, but after I heard what he said, it kind of made sense. Uh, JJ Reddick. Hmm. Yeah. JJ Reddick decided after uh, what was it? Sixteen, seventeen years. JJ Reddick retired. So. Man, what was his last team he played for? Mavericks. Yeah. Because I feel like, no, JJ Reddit also has his own podcast, you know. 
And he was not, no, he was not expecting to go to the Mavs. Yeah. I believe. And it's like something was done wrong, you know? So, yeah, because before that, he was with, where was he? New Orleans. In New Orleans. So the Pelicans, man, we're going to get on that. I'm saying my word for the Pelicans in one second. But, <laughs> uh, man, J.J. Reddick. It could be a case of you retire and come back and just be on a different team because you're not satisfied with the math. So, could oh. be a case. Because I ain't see JJ Reddick for tires like that, man. Because I, I, he can be such an asset for any of these teams that are contending. If you're Philly, I'm sure you wish you still had JJ Reddick. Yeah, for sure. So, man, he can go to Miami. He can go, man, JJ could be asset in these teams. Lakers would love to have them. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, go on, enjoy the old squad. Try to get one. Get <laughs> Did you say the old squad? <laughs> Try to join the squad. I'm just saying, it'll get, I'm just saying, it'll be older than JJ Jones. <laughs> uh, average the age goes up as more older players join. So I'm just saying, the mean uh, goes up. So, and I mean, like this roster, I mean, Come on, we got dang one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yo, ten players in their thirties. Ten. Yeah. And, uh, the season got this one, two, three, four, five, five players thirty-five and older. <laughs> And one, two, three, four, four players in the twenties. <laughs> That's old. Yeah, for for basketball, that is. But uh, hey man, that that experience, those XP points. <laughs> oh no, I'm not knocking it. I'm sure they do well. Yeah, I'm sure they do well. I mean, I, like, I, I have no. See you, man. Uh, I do think that JJ. I I don't really see him coming back. Um, I watched his retirement speech on his podcast, um, and he basically talked about the past uh, couple seasons. Just uh, felt like he kind of felt he wasn't at his standard. Uh, he dealt with uh, he dealt with injury this past or really past season and a half with New Orleans and uh, Dallas. Yeah, just. Um, Felt like he wasn't playing up to his, his standard. So um, it was kind of like, dang, I, I, I feel like he could still like be such a valuable guy. But at the same time, I respect that decision because he felt like he had been away from his kids. And yeah, yeah. So he was just saying he's ready to step back and be a full time dad. Um, basically, you know, head of a dream career, dreamed about playing that dude, dreamed about being in the league. and. Thank everybody for making it, helping to make it. Um, but yeah, props to him for a great career. Um, probably one of the greatest shooters that we've seen in our in our era, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he said he has a lot going on. Still, knows podcast is doing well. Yeah. Uh, he, I can see him being a great media person. He decides to go that route. For sure. Sure, these networks can come calling him. Oh yeah, man. Before the best off, best off season gets a full swing. So yeah. Yeah, shout out to JJ Reddick, man. Shout out to JJ. If you're a 
basketball head like us, uh, you definitely there's that's a good podcast. The old man and the three. Um, they had guests. They had Blake Griffin on there recently talking about the old Clipper days and some other things. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. check them out. Shout out to JJ Reddick, bro. Yes, JJ. Um, yeah, other news. This gets me to the Pelicans real quick. So there's reports that the GM David Griffin <laughs> he ain't doing so a lot. He ain't doing so well. I forgot the term they framed him, but it's like I don't know. He's not doing well. The impression that we're getting there is that it's not going well. You had ties to the Pelicans. You can speak of this more than I can. So Anthony Davis, you couldn't keep him. Right. Alan Gentry is like fired. Right. Yeah. Uh, you've hired a new coach, Stan Van Gundy. Gone. Yeah. Lonzo Ball, I thought was a good asset. Gone. You didn't even sign him. Uh, what moves were made for the Pelicans? Who's their coach? I'm I'm confused. Do they have a coach yet? I'm sure they probably do by now. But but who is it? Willie Green. Okay. Um. That's about the brightest thing uh, I can say from New Orleans right now. I haven't really heard anything else out of uh, out of Nola, but um, yeah, David Griffin doesn't seem to be in the best spot with his with the team with the organization right now. Uh, I've we've heard multiple reports about Zion, not really. Well, him and his family not really seeing a future for him in uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And they haven't had a lot of success. All right, this is what they did, too. I forgot about this. You know, they got Giannis Valachunas. Oh, yeah. They did Giannis. From Memphis. And they also got Devontae Graham. Yeah, yeah. I remember this in moves. And otherwise, they got William Harmon Gomez. Dalton Um, I mean... Nothing that would nothing that relevant to the company. make them a contender in the it's, it's said among fans that the only reason we had a playing tournament was so you can see Zion in the playoffs and you know we didn't get that yet. So yeah. um I know I, I agree with that. Absolutely playing twenty twenty the bubbles to see Zion. Um, even it's just so much, so much controversy within Zion and his injury management and everything that, right. Uh, there was a, yeah. So are you referring to the Redditor? Hmm? Are you referring to the Redditor? That there was an NBA Redditor that posted, apparently he's, he's a source close with the Pelicans. He said, we kind of got on Zion a little bit. He said, he showed up. <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> Fat these <laughs> training camps, right? No doubt. Uh, you had one injury, right? Yeah. Uh, then you apparently he had another injury, but the family wanted to keep it quiet. And th- but the thing is, even though that's like a, a Reddit post, the fact that a lot of the 
sources other sources close to the Pelicans, they say it's probably not too far off, and it's, and that is believable to see that. It just shows like just a lack of commitment, maybe from Zion, and just the dysfunction of the team organization at this point. Because if you want to reset the culture, you need to give the chance for it to like actually grow. You keep resetting it. And each time you reset, Zion has had three different cultures the past three years, right? You can't you don't get a chance to really set a culture with all these changes and these changes. And all this goes back to David Griffin. Hire the man you want. Give him a chance to set the culture. And give him a chance to build these relationships. I also don't know why you hired Stan Van Gunn in the first place. Uh, I don't think that was probably the guy. And I think there were better options out there. That's me fair. Personally, me personally. So, yeah, man. This dysfunction in the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, I think it really starts with Zion. That's your obvious franchise player. Um you got Brandon Ingram to a, a you know, a, a, a extension, a contract. But other than that, there's nothing about that team or or the other players. You don't have a consistent coach from year to year. Nothing that really solidifies. Oh, I want to be here. I, I'm, you know, I guess what is I on now? Twenty, twenty-one. Oh yeah, this is where I see my future. I feel like they're kind of leaning to a Anthony Davis situation. You have this all-star generational talent yeah. and uh, are yeah. wasting years now. Anthony Davis spent seven, no, wait, was it seven years? Eight years, multiple years in New Orleans. They got to the playoffs a few times, but never really built much of a team around him other than Drew Holiday. You have because had one good chance. And then he got hurt and yeah. it was over. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the best rapport when it comes to like building an attractive team. And and now, especially with this coaching situation, Zion's only been in the league three years and now you've had three different coaches. So if I was him or his family, I would be concerned as well. Um, because uh, it, if, yeah, if I'm if I'm if I'm the Pelicans, I gotta think about my position compared to like the Grizzlies, for example, because they're in rebuild mode. But they made more strides than they have in this short amount of time. Remember Zion is saying, I mean Zion was in the same class as Ja, right? Right. And they made so many improvements and strides to actually get better and they're in playoff contention. They made steps and the Pelicans have not made a step yet. Yeah. You know, so I, if I'm the Pelicans, I think about that and where we are, because it's like we're about to be close to another rebuild. Because if Zion doesn't, because um, he has a team option left, right? Mm-hmm. For next year. I'm sure, and of course, the team's going to pick up on the option. If Zion stays healthy, 
for that season or possibly sit out, he'll be a free agent. He'll be a restricted free agent, but a free agent nonetheless. Yep. And he can go to another team. Yeah. So we'll see. And the, the thing about this is why this is so different is because most of the time you're offered a max extension and players often sign it and then try to force themselves to get out. Like, get your money first, right? Yeah. That's the rule. But if he potentially does not sign an extension, right, mm-hmm. um, and somehow becomes a free agent, I remember any superstar that young having that autonomy to do that, you know, take your career in your own hands at such a young age, because by that time, he'll be about 23. Not even reaching his prime yet, and that'll be amazing. So I'm keeping a close eye on this situation with the Pelicans. Zion is definitely a definitely a superstar in the making. Yep. If I'm any team, keep a close eye on that. But the main thing for the Pelicans, you want to try to turn the situation turn the situation around as quickly as you can to get Zion to be happy, because. You guys have not had any type of success in these couple of years since she's been here so far. Yeah. Which is disappointing. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. Shout out to New Orleans, man. Um, I hope they do well. Uh, Willie Green, wish him the best of luck. Zion, B.I., all those guys, man. Uh, hope they have a great season, honestly. And, uh, We'll see how it goes. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. You got the other NBA. You got the other, well, WNBA news. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, currently, WNBA playoffs are among us. Um, At this point in this recording, we are in the second round, uh, single elimination. Uh, Today's game... I'll just say it's the Mercury versus the Storm. Uh, might be the last chance to see Superbird versus uh, Diana Taurasi. Uh, but check them out. Uh, WNBA playoffs are on right now, like the basketball. But uh, I want to give a huge shout out to, once again, I'm one of the GOATs, in my opinion, Sylvia Fowles, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Sylvia Fowles won Defensive Player of the Year for 2021. Uh, yeah, her fifth defensive player of the year since 2011. Um, I want to say she won it 2011, 2013, 16, and now 2021. So, five defensive player of the year awards in 10 years. So, shout out to her. Um, big time, just blocking shots. Rebounding, love to see it. She's still dominating. Mm-hmm. Yep, shout out to her. All right, I got a shout out to that in the playoffs. Please watch that. Really, really fun and exciting. Um, my shout out is to man. Uh, a couple of people to think about, but I want to shout out it Isaiah Thomas. He's, this man is still working out for all these different teams. Still not signed yet, but he's still working out with these different teams. The recent team he worked out with was Golden State. Despite a strong workout, 
still not signed. So IT keep moving. You know, I'm sure you got one of these teams they could use like you know for training camp. Yeah. You know, for these training camp squads and something, man. Shout out to IT for keeping grinding. Absolutely, man. Uh, we, I, it's only a matter of time. We can't wait to see you back in the league, ball. Right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But man, the side NBA season. Looking forward to it. Oh, one last thing, real quick. Shout out to, also to uh, LeBron for holding like a training camp. Man, that's pretty cool. You don't see that too often. To get a head start on getting that team chemistry in place, especially you got so, so, so many new players. Yeah, seen <laughs> one time. So yeah, it's. A, I think it's a good idea for him to do this and have a team players only type camp to get that camaraderie going and because no chemistry matters in the nba oh yeah chemistry matters so yeah shout out to that i think that's a great idea oh yeah man uh been seeing i've been watching videos all summer uh yeah rust rust and lebron hello working out yeah Uh uh-huh crazy out work ethic yeah ad I heard AD is transformed. I heard he's back, like yeah. better than ever. So uh it's be man to watch out. Yeah. Old squad, but they look like they deadly though. So yeah, <laughs> they look deadly. And uh Russ apparently got a new shot and I mean they're working. Yeah. They're working over there. So we'll see. It's an exciting NBA season. Maybe one of the most competitive seasons we've had in a while, you know. Oh yeah, it could potentially be one of the more competitive seasons we had. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. let's see. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, do you have anything else for the people? Um, yeah, for the people, just continue this. Thank you for the support. Keep checking us out on YouTube, other podcasts, and platforms. I appreciate y'all. Look forward to the season. And. Keep watching and keep listening for more content on the NBA and WNBA and all things basketball. Like you said, uh, thank y'all for the support. We'll be out here. Uh, stay, stay tuned for new content, new videos. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Y'all be safe out here.